0: Hello, hello, hello. Today is International Women's Day and I want to celebrate it with this podcast. I'm going to share some key points in my life where being a woman has affected my choices. Uh, But don't worry, it's not a tale of misery. I'm grateful for everything in my past because it's made me who I am today. So I hope you enjoy it and keep your comments coming in and please follow the podcast. So the bad news is this is the second time I'm recording this podcast. Um, but the good news is that um, I received my French nationality today and in all the excitement I didn't press save on the earlier version. So here's take two. Um, and I will always remember when I got my nationality on International Women's Day. So that, that's great. So today I want to share some reflections to help any woman out there um, particularly those who were just starting out. Until I was almost 30, I lived my mother's life. I think I've said that before. She was my first role model. And just like her, I was in the Department of Health and Social Security. I was the same grade, had the same number of children. But a few things hadn't gone to plan. Um, while my husband and I were the same grade when we married and when I had my first child, he soon went ahead of me. Uh, why? Well, because when he was promoted, I agreed to transfer with him, which means I had to start again. And by that time, I was pregnant with my second child, and I kept it a secret. Uh you, you've guessed the reason why I kept it a secret, because I didn't think my transfer would go through. Uh, and I was probably right. I had a couple of periods of maternity leave. And although they said that maternity leave we shouldn't be penalized for, it still counted as service. Uh, in effect, it wasn't viewed like that. I went for a couple of promotion boards and uh, I didn't get them. And I was thinking of drafting an appeal and I said to my husband, would he read it when I wrote it? And the reply was, actually, if you can't write your own appeal, then you don't deserve to be promoted. So um, I say that because I firmly believe that we get where we are through the support of people We don't achieve anything of significance alone. You can guess who said that. And so, um, yes, that was quite a shock. So fast forward then to a few years later when that relationship had failed. I was pregnant with my third child and jobless. And living with my father. I had a choice, a three-week-old baby, what was I going to do with my time? So I started a legal executive course. I decided to do two years in one because I was doing nothing else. And at the end of that year, I then had a choice to make. Did I pursue what was a really low paid career at the beginning in the legal world? Or did I get reinstated into the civil service? So with three children, I decided on the latter. I had the benefit, though, of working part-time. The public sector has always been more flexible, which is why there were so many women in the public sector. The part where I was was 80% female, I think, but certainly we were all huddled round the more around the bottom end than the top end. So I worked part-time, and I had an extremely enlightened boss of the office Who could see that as part time workers there were certain things that affected us that didn't affect other people. And so he asked me if I would start a working group with the other part time women, and they were women, so that we could bring anything to his attention. So there were the usual things like we're part of a team, but they arrange meetings without us because they say they, they can't fit it in. So that, that kind of thing. And that was my first taste, I think, of being representative of women's rights. And it certainly wasn't anything that I'd stepped forward for, but it turned into a lifelong passion. A year later, I was remarried, had therefore support at home, and they were offering... York University and Social Security got together and they were offering a master's degree. I applied and got it. I was the first year doing it in 1992 and it was in Social Security Management and Social Policy. I felt that that caught me up because I didn't have a first degree. And this is my second type of flexible working because I worked three days in the office and two days were to do with study time or attending York University or or travel time. I kept moving around and I ended up at Leeds headquarters and I had an extremely good boss. He was a a man, he used to commute to Leeds from London uh, every week and he was a great supporter of mine. I mention mentors because at that time there were very few female managers around and the ones that were tended to be copying the men and they were quite harsh versions of the male leaders. In a previous recording I've talked about leaving that safe environment at the age of 40, finding something else in the Legal Aid Board. So I'll fast forward to the Legal Aid Board It was only 18 months that I'd worked at Nottingham that an opportunity came up in London. And I could go to London two days a week. And at the time, my second husband, we were surrounded with people, his friends, who said, why do you let her work, which was a strange concept for me, and why do you let her work away? But fortunately, my husband was very supportive of me and what I did. So I did work away. And I can only let you imagine the freedom that I had. Uh, As women, if if we're at home, and we have three children and things to do, then to be away when you could just focus on your job was quite a, a benefit. And I was very grateful for that. My last role for the Legal Services Commission, as it became, was as Director of Equality. And this, again, was another broadening of my experience because, yes, I knew what it was like to be a woman and I'd experienced what male privilege felt like. But I had to understand some of the other issues around disability and race and I was fortunate enough to be surrounded by people in the team who knew these things so much better than me. And one conversation that I had with uh, a black woman when I was saying things like, yeah, but we have to put these things in certain terms and we have to be calm and we have to say it so that people will listen Um I remember her very patiently looking at me and saying, Jill, the Equalities Act came in in 1970. How patient do you want me to be? And uh, you can tell I've remembered that conversation for, wow, it must be 25 years. And it left uh, an impression on me. And I realized that I had to think wider and understand other people's positions. That's been a very quick tour through about 20 or 30 years there. Uh, And I just want to summarize a few points that may help you. So the first thing is, yes, there is male privilege. And many men today are understanding that. There's a great new organization in Luxembourg called Men for Inclusion. Um, And they help each other. And rather than criticize that, I think women should help each other. Never apologize for helping another woman. The second thing is that mentors are a really good idea. And many women that I know have both a female and a male mentor because they have different perspectives. The third thing is that part-time is a great value for money. I didn't say much about this, but when I worked five hours a day and the others were working seven and a half, eight hours a day, uh, I was producing the same amount of work. Why? Because I was so grateful to be allowed to be part-time that I would miss the breaks, miss the social side of things. And so if there are any managers and leaders out there, part-timers are great value for money. I think there's lots of research around this. Another thing is that, yes, whilst we are at home on maternity leave, then we do fall behind. I don't think that this will change until parental leave is shared and more men do this. But always remember that we have the benefit of maternity leave because, and we had to fight for that. So be grateful for what we do have. And make sure that you do everything that you can to that you don't fall behind. And the final thing is choose your partner wisely, your life partner, because the support at home, if you want a career, if you're ambitious, then you have to be very careful in your selection of a partner. And don't worry about what people say about who does what, and you should be doing this, he should be doing that. However you divide things up needs to be in a way that works for you. So don't compare yourself to anybody else. It's what works for you. So I'm going to leave it there for today. I've got a workshop later, so I need to go off and do that. Happy International Women's Day, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please click follow and i would be interested in your comments. Thanks a lot.